Welcome to University, a podcast for young people navigating life's big transitions. I'm Anne-Marie Ciresso, your host. On University, you'll hear stories from college students. You'll get tips from experts. And occasionally, you'll hear from a parent's perspective on how to manage this time of change in your life consciously. Find yourself. Find your purpose. Find your people and pursue you fearlessly. Okay, I just had a really great catch-up conversation with Lilia Wilson. If you didn't catch her episode, go back and listen to episode 20 before you listen to this episode. I caught up with Lilia in March of her sophomore year, and we talked about all sorts of things. One of the things that was most interesting to me is how she's really stepping into her power and staying in integrity with herself and her values and learning when to say no and how to say no and choosing to do what's best for herself no matter what. She's really pushing herself to try new things and opening up. She's really learning how to take control of her life and creating a life that is really most delicious for her. And she talks a little bit about declaring her major and how she feels about flipping her major early on freshman year. Oh, and don't forget to listen in. She shares a little bit about going back in time and remembering when she got those college decisions and what that was like for her. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed catching up with Lilia. Okay, so when we talked last time, I remember you saying, so you were, it was just after freshman year, and you were you were talking a little bit about um, first getting on campus and, you know, like the bug eyes, like, holy shit, what's going on here? And then, and you were talking about um, the difficulty getting used to living um, so far away from a city. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now, now you're like tail end of sophomore year. Yeah. How, how, how are you adjusting to that? I've actually like really made like massive adjustments. Um, I think like growing up in a city, I was obviously um, not exploring outside of that. And I was kind of, that's like what I know, what I was comfortable with. And like kind of leaving that comfort zone was honestly like a good decision um, that I feel like I made. Um, I think like living in Saratoga, it's not like I've explored more of upstate New York and like, it's still like city-like in comparison to like the rest of upstate New York. Um, But like, obviously it doesn't compare to Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like at all, but um, it's still like, I can like appreciate like a cute little town now. Whereas like when I first came, I was like, uh, like there's nothing. What the hell's going on here? (laughs) Literally like there's like people, like there's like policemen on horses. I'm like, what? Like, that now <laughs> well they don't need anything else right exactly exactly like you can get like a ticket for jaywalking but like they'll pull up on a horse so like it's like it's just a different <laughs> yeah. but I'm glad you're finding some appreciation for the differences um, yeah. and embracing them it sounds like you're embracing them a little bit yeah I think I am for sure like I'm happy that I am too just because I think like closing myself off wouldn't have been fantastic. And I still do like prefer urban like city scenes, but like, I think like 
I went into it feeling very like close-minded and I'm like, I learned other things from like making that switch in my life going into like a small town from like something that I knew and like leaving a comfort zone is like something that I've like used to reflect on other parts of my life with like trying new things and like just not necessarily like close myself off to things that I think are going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I I love that point. I think that's so important because first of all, that's what college is about opening your mind. Yeah. And second, I think, that this is a really unique time in your life to try living in a completely different environment. Like you said, you probably wouldn't have chose it. Yeah. Like this is it like four years. You can try something completely different and not really be obligated because you know you're going to leave in four years. But if you like get a job somewhere, it feels like a different kind of a commitment. I would imagine. Yeah, no, it totally does. I like, I absolutely agree with that. And the other thing that I've been thinking about with that is um, the opportunity to travel right now without like, like I, I can use all the money that I'm making because like, obviously like coming from like kind of a privileged place, like I can use the money that I'm making on my own to be traveling and also going like studying abroad and like doing stuff like that right now before I kind of like I don't know what I'm doing with my life, but whenever that stuff starts happening, like I imagine that I'll be pretty busy. <laughs> but like, <laughs> right now, like that's the other thing. Like I'm just trying to like kind of explore options as well, just like figuring out like what I want to be doing. And like I have that flexibility right now before anything like gets serious. Like I'm not like paying for any bills and stuff. Like right. you know, someone else is doing that. Exactly. Like it's still pretty convenient. I can just kind of do my own thing. <laughs> well, you, you mentioned <laughs> you mentioned making money. Are you are you working? Yeah. So um, I was doing the peer mentoring for first semester. This semester got really busy. Um, I made more big switches. Um, you made more what switches? You cut out big switches. Oh, and, you did. Yeah. Like new kind of like I like. I tried to join, so I felt like I wanted more structure and routine. Um, I did track in high school. There's no track team at Skidmore, so I didn't have that option, which is so weird. Like, I don't know. Like, you literally just need shoes for it, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> There's plenty uh, of space. Yeah, I mean, we have a brand new track. Like, I just, they're just like, yeah, we're not going to hire a coach for it. It's so weird. But um, we, have a crew team like a rowing team so I joined um rowing for it and then um just to like try it out I wanted to see like how it kind of bring kind of like having the practice to like help me prioritize like work and like practice and like my time it's just like having too much time was um kind of toxic for me because Uh I like almost had too much time to be like procrastinating and it just got me into bad habits um so I joined the crew team and then um I did it for a while and then like I really 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 wanted to love it but and I love the sport itself I was just like the environment on like Skidmore's crew team was not great it's highly competitive crew very competitive it's very competitive but also I didn't agree with a lot of what the coach believed in and kind of like what he um, I don't know, I guess it's kind of like complicated. He was just not a very 
like supportive person and he also had a lot of like personal views that I didn't agree with um so I just like didn't want to be an athlete for him but it was just kind of like a thing that I had to like maneuver on my own and I think that's like the first time I've kind of like made those big decisions for myself um without consulting my parents and asking for their guidance and like getting their permission because like crew like I wanted to do it and I really like the idea of it but it's not something that I've like done my entire life I wanted to get started with it and it was something that like when I was like quitting it I felt really guilty but I also like realized that like it was for the better that I was kind of like moving forward and not doing it like it was something that I tried I enjoyed for a bit and then I realized that it wasn't right for me so like now I'm pursuing other opportunities in my life that could be more productive to like bringing positivity in my life rather than negativity yeah say yeah. more about the guilt why did you mentioned you felt guilty when you quit yeah what um, was that about I think like like growing up my parents have always been like very like like when you do something you want to follow it through like finish it through at least like try to like if you try it and you don't like it like at least try to like you know give it a second chance like you I don't know like all of this kind of stuff and it was like um I think a lot of the guilt just came from the idea of quitting and I don't like quitting things I like oh, wow. finishing things through and like I think that was like the main part of it though just like the idea that I was quitting something that I started on my own and like it was almost yeah. like letting myself down but I realized that I would really be doing something better for my own well-being by giving it up. Yeah, I appreciate you naming that distinction, right? Like we like don't quit yourself. Mm -hmm. Like so what you were saying is you were really staying connected to staying in integrity with yourself and what was best for you. And I think that's a really tricky thing. And I, I really appreciate your parents' um, encouragement around sticking to commitments and not giving up. I think that's an important message. But finding that balance between not giving up and trusting yourself to do what's best for you is really important. What a cool thing to practice doing now. Because yeah. so many of us do things out of guilt. Like we stay, we stay in we stay in clubs, we stay in um, sports, we stay in relationships, we stay in jobs. We do so many things from guilt. Yeah. And so I think that's a really good muscle to build is to learn like, when have I put enough in yeah. and, and, and when am I compromising what's truly best for me? So thanks for highlighting that. That's a great lesson. Yeah. I so, think like something that I really, really need to like fine tune that I've been thinking about a lot is like when to say no and how to say no, because mm -hmm. that's, something that I definitely struggle with because like like I'm responsible I said something about this in like the last one too like I'm responsible for myself and like what I need to be doing so in terms of things being productive in my life I need to know when to say no to other things and like like I don't know yeah are you finding that easier and easier to do and are um, there certain areas where it's easier yeah I think like um like at this point in terms of like social stuff like it's a lot easier to just say like no I need to do my own thing today like I need to go like do something for myself or like I'm gonna do this instead um like and not feeling like I'm letting anyone else down like that's gotten easier um I think in terms of like commitment stuff and like knowing when to let go and like 
knowing when to say like with crew like I can't do this anymore even though I'm in full swing I've gotten all the gear like I totally prepared I've like trained to do it um things like that like they're like bigger decisions but um I don't think I've gotten enough like opportunity to practice yeah that, that was a big one I think yeah okay let's jump to social life for a minute because you said a minute ago it's been easier for you to say no to friends no I'm not going to do that because I have to do this yeah and you said because you're not so worried about disappointing them anymore right right a lot of people struggle to say no because of FOMO because they're afraid they're going to miss out on something yeah so there's a little bit of a difference there, right? There's the part of you that says, oh, I don't want to disappoint my friends and let them down. Yeah. Versus, yeah. So what's it more for you? Do you know? Um, I think I don't like missing out on things. Like, that's a big thing for me. Um, and I think, like, especially toward the beginning of college, like, when I was trying to make friends and, like, kind of get oriented into the social groups that I, like, that's another thing the social groups that I wanted to be a part versus the ones that I like should be a part. Um, mm. Like that was a big thing where I would say like no to the wrong people and yes to the wrong people. Ah. It was just kind of like, that was something that I had to figure out first in order to kind of get myself more like, um, you had I guess, to figure like, out who you didn't want to uh, be with. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Who were the things you like, what was attracting you to those that you, okay, so wait, I have to figure out how you said that. <laughs> to say no to the people I should have and yes to the people I shouldn't have. So you said there's social groups I wanted to be a part of. What, why, what was the wanting about? I think the wanting was about, um, I th so it kind of like, it's very specific almost to Skidmore possibly like maybe other people relate to but Skidmore is a very like small school um and a lot of like the social there's still like a weird social hierarchy um I don't think it's unique it's not unique not unique no. um there's a weird social hierarchy and I don't like it at all um but there's kind of an expectation that you'd want to be friends with like certain people and like there's like this fake Instagram like look that people are putting off. Like there's like all this media representation of people that you should be friends with and like all of this kind of stuff. Um, and kind of being clouded by that and like letting your judgment of like what's really productive and like like productive and I mean positive. Nurturing, nurturing. nurturing like yeah. Um, like that's something that was like difficult to get a handle over rather than yeah. kind of swayed by the social norm. Yeah. Um, this topic has come up in other conversations I've had with other students and a lot of students hit, you know, hit the ground running freshman year and they're like, that's the fraternity I need to be a part of, or that's the club right. I need to be a part of because they're the most popular or in the social hierarchy, they're like right. at the top of the heap. Yeah. And so we pursue, 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 and we're pursuing blindly without actually paying attention to, are these my people? Right. Are these the people that bring out the best in me? Are we aligned? Do we have the same values? Do we have the same interests? Who, who cares if they're the most popular? Yeah. Are they the right for me? And I think that's so common. Yeah, so. yeah. I absolutely agree. And I still think that, like, 
I'm figuring that out. Like, I think it's like an ongoing thing. Um, kind of like seeing, so like, I wanted to like this year put myself into situations that I wouldn't necessarily put myself into and like um, otherwise. So like with crew, never done crew before. I wanted to walk on and try it and see if I could meet people there too. That was a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. And I found a lot of people that I didn't even know like went to my school, but like they're really, really cool. Like people that I'd want to be friends with, people that I related to more than um, the group that I was like pursuing um, first coming in and kind of like breaking that barrier down, like let me open up into kind of a greater, um, like almost like social inclusion of like more people. Uh-huh. Tell me about your like close knit group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, that you, are you still connected to the same people you were fr- first part of freshman year or has your, your, so your close group? Yeah shifted um my group has changed a lot actually like we've really um kind of like separated and like for like reasons that are kind of more like like seeking positivity from other directions and like kind of exploring outward um and I think it's important not to like um I guess restrict yourself to like specific people I think it's like important to like have an open mind about like people that are around you and like what you can learn from like others um and like that's something that I definitely was uh not doing freshman year and I'm really happy that I am now yeah well but it makes sense freshman year right because new school new place to live new classes new like everything so to have a tight-knit group of few people that you can trust and rely on you're comfortable with right that makes so much sense to me. Yeah. yeah, it's like, it's definitely secure. Like, I'm really happy that I had that um, freshman year. And it's like definitely not a bad thing to yeah. continue yeah. Friends with those people and like, you know, keep linking up. Like, it's totally a good thing. Like, it's like a secure place to be. Um, I think like I personally went through like um, things that I needed to seek change because of. Yeah. Um, so it was just kind of a, like, seeking positivity type of issue, which is yeah. you know, part of my experience. <laughs> yeah, like, you're really focused on keeping your, surrounding yourself with people who raise you up. That's what it sounds like to me. And, and keep you on a path moving forward rather than, you know, um, we talk a lot about uh, drama. We talk about dropping the drama so you can reach your fullest potential. Yeah. People yeah. are, you remember the drama triangle and right. being above the line or below the line. And so right. when people are below the line in drama, they, it, they use up a certain kind of energy. And it sounds like you're committed to staying in a higher vibrational energy. Sure. And so it, you don't have to make these people bad or wrong. You're just aware, like, I don't really want to hang out with people who are you know, in drama. I don't, I, that's not where I'm at. I want to stay over here. Right. You're really protecting yourself that way. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's definitely, definitely what's happening. I agree. So you talked um, to us a while ago about um, switching your major and what a major decision that was. Yeah. And I want to know how that's going, what's going on with that. So 
that's going really, really well. I'm so, so happy with that decision still. I'm really, really um, getting into my major now because I'm almost a junior. So I just declared last semester, which is super exciting, but it's like... Remind us what you declared, so... Yeah, so I'm declared in um, anthropology. I'm an anthropology major, and then I'm a minor in um, Asian studies, and I haven't decided whether I want to double major with Chinese yet, but that's... Do you have to decide that anytime soon? Um, it's kind of interesting. So, like, Skidmore doesn't have a major program for um, Chinese, so it's a self-determined major, so it's kind of more of, like, a capstone project that I'd be doing the rest of um, college with a professor. Um, but the issue is that, like, I have to write this proposal that, um, says that my Chinese major is nothing like Anfro, and that, like, so, like, they don't say, like, oh, well, that's just an Anfro major, that's not, like, um, Chinese in a specific thing, but, like, the project that I want to be doing was, like, women in, um, science in China, so it's very anthropology-like, so I don't know, yeah. I'm still trying to figure out something. Um and remind listeners who may not have listened to your last episode, what you originally thought you were going to study. Yeah, I was going to originally study um, neuroscience with like pre-med um, track, which is so, so, so different from what I'm doing now. <laughs> it's completely different. And the thing that was so interesting to me was, you know, I've known you for a number of years prior to you getting into college. Um, and you were so committed, like this was your path. Like you knew it, it was like in your bones, no pun intended. Um, and you talked about it in, in Skidmore was like top on your list. Like you were so focused Mm -hmm. and then you get there and in a very short period of time, you're like, nope. Yep. Quickly remind us how that, how hard that was for you. It was a big decision just because I had a lot of like pressure coming from like outside sources like my parents and like people that I've like told that I was going to do pre-med I was going to be a doctor like something that I've been kind of riding on um all the way up until that point so making that switch was just kind of coming to um a new reality almost with myself and just realizing that like I had the power to make that switch and the power over my own life to be responsible in that way um, mm-hmm. that I wanted to be doing that I felt were going to bring more positivity to my life. Lilia, that's the um, first time I think you practiced like saying no. Yeah. Yeah. And that. yeah, cause you talk about it in crew, but I'm like, that was a really big decision to make. Yeah. Particularly as a freshman, particularly when you're just starting out, particularly because it was so embedded in you for so long. Mm-hmm. So to be able to, really own that and first recognize it and then own it and then stand up and say it to your parents who I know you love and respect and who really support you, but you don't want to disappoint. And then to everyone else, like, I think that's really scary and brave. So I kind of want to pause and celebrate that for a moment. Do you, do you recognize that you started saying no earlier than crew? (laughs) Cause you said it's hard to say no. Yeah, it's totally hard to say no. I think that was um, definitely something that, I mean, I still think about that, obviously. Like, that was a big moment in my life that I feel like I really took responsibility for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I do stood up for yourself. 
I really like refer back to that when I'm like making decisions now I'm like you know like that was me being reflective and like now look where I am like I'm like much happier with that decision much happier with my life now and that's just something that like like coming to terms with that has kind of led me to be able to kind of find the confidence to keep making big decisions for myself and not have to rely on anyone besides myself to make those decisions. Yeah. Because when you trust yourself and then you listen and then you get a positive um, result, um, then you learn to trust yourself more and more and more. And I think, you know, as, as a parent, we're always trying to help our kids make decisions, but often we end up making decisions for them. Yeah. And so you're right. When you're off in college, you're, you really have to start making decisions for yourself. And I think the biggest lesson you guys can start to learn, and I talk to parents a lot about this when I'm coaching them, but I, t- I talk to you guys a lot about this because I think this is fundamental. You have to learn to listen to yourself and yeah. tune into yourself. And all right. So um, I'm going to talk to you for a hundred hours, but, um, one of the things that's coming up is decision day. Lots of students yeah. in the next few weeks are going to be getting their answers. Right. Um, so I want you to speak a little bit. Can you remember Yeah. three years ago? That was three years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you remember that time? Well, first of all, you probably, uh, you applied early decision, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So a little, a little bit different. Um, but do you remember waiting for the decision and what it was like and what, what advice would you give to students who are in that position right now? Yeah, that was, it was stressful. Um, I literally, I remember, so like the date that things were supposed to come out, I'm pretty sure it was like December 15th for early decision. Like I literally like remember that. Um, I think the night before I actually had like a stress dream, like a stress nightmare. And I was just so, so anxious about it. I was very nervous. Um, And then I was at school that day. I came home, like everyone was talking about it at school. Everyone's like, oh my God, like, have you gotten the email? Like, did yours come in the mail? Like, what is it? Like everyone's just kind of freaking out. And I was just trying to breathe. But also like at that point, it was like, this is, such a huge decision for my life like all this crazy stuff and like like now I'm realizing you know like everything would be fine regardless of what happened like everything would have been fine I would have ended up at the school that I was supposed to be at regardless and honestly like the decision day it's like it seems so so like like life-changing and it could be but it also like regardless of how it comes out it'll be great um but um I remember coming home and like people were like yeah just know that if you have a big envelope that means that you got in if you have a little (laughs) envelope that means that you didn't get in so (laughs) the envelope out and I was like oh it's like medium size like I don't know (laughs) (laughs) no one told me about the medium envelope (laughs) like I'm not sure um so like but like it was it was super exciting when I did get in like it was it was so exciting um I just like called like Goldilocks yeah exactly um, but I just called like my parents, my friends. I was so excited, but yeah. Yeah. It's really exciting to get, um, you know, when you work so hard for something and yeah. you have a vision for what you want, it's yeah. so exciting to get your dream and equally disappointing if you don't. Right. But 
I appreciate you mentioning, like, you know, looking back now that no matter what happened, it yeah. would, it would have been okay. Are you still in touch with friends from high school? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So really you've been able to stay in touch with people. Yeah. Like, I think, um, it's interesting. Cause like we talk about this sometimes, like we're really, really close. Um, still, um, but it's kind of funny, like people that I didn't necessarily think that I'd stay really close with, I have stayed close with and people that I was close with in high school, I haven't necessarily stayed in contact with. Interesting. And, yeah. Like things really shift. Um, and I don't know why, but it's kind of cool. <laughs> like, I, we're, it's just like, it's not necessarily that like some people are more important or not, but you know, it's cool. Now life just happens. Yeah. Life happens. Right. Biggest stress you've had sophomore year. The biggest stress. Um, I think like, even though I made the big decision to switch my major, I think declaring that and like really, really committing and like stepping into, um, like anthropology and like really like knowing that that's what I'd be doing with the rest of my college career and like who knows what else I think mm -hmm. that's a big stressor and I think I pushed off committing to it even though like it was a decision I knew that I made and I wanted to make um but after I did it I was just so so relieved and so happy you know one of the things that I thought was interesting to point out about Lilia is how committed she is to taking responsibility for herself and creating a life that she's most committed to, she's most passionate about, she's most excited about. And she's using this time at college to try on making big decisions for herself and seeing how it feels and experimenting and being open-minded and trying new things to really get in touch with what is best for Lilia. And don't forget, try on your yeses and your noes. Check in with yourself and really see if you're listening to that still small voice inside. I hope to catch you on the next episode of University. Thanks for listening to University. If you liked what you heard, I'd be absolutely thrilled for you to share with a friend and equally grateful for you to pop over and rate and review on iTunes. It really helps. You can find more information and stay in touch over at university.u on Instagram or at university on Facebook. I'll look forward to seeing you there. If you'd like support navigating the stress and chaos and you're ready to create a more fulfilling college experience, I offer live weekly group coaching calls every Thursday, four to five central time. It's a place to gather together to be seen and heard, to reduce your stress and learn how to be in control of your life and create a life you love. Give the first week a try for free. Check it out. For more information, email me at annemarie.university at gmail.com or click the link in the show notes below.